Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Paradigm 132 Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Rashad Horn. And on today's episode, I guess I'm going to get in my black bag again. My, my, my black bag. Um, I'm sure all of us, you know, have heard or, or heard mention of or actually read the book about the Willie Lynch letter, right? And so some people may say, oh, man, that was so many years ago, man. We ain't talking about that. It's, we united. You know, we assimilated. We cool. We ain't got to worry about that stuff no more. And, you know, to a certain degree, yeah, yeah, okay. But I still want to talk about it because it's still prevalent to the, you know, it's still prevalent today. I spoke on another episode about uh, crabs in a barrel, and I, I, I made the statement that I was going to touch on the Willie Lynch letter in that particular podcast. I didn't touch on it. Um, um, I just got sidetracked, you know, and, and went off to some of the other points that I had. But that's good because now I get to kind of, you know, speak about this and not be worried about another another topic, so to speak. But it all ties in together, right? It all ties in together because it goes from talking about an environment, a neighborhood, or a certain condition that you're in to now it's like, okay, we are so... In certain instances, we're so messed up to the point that, okay, we're out here um, discriminating against ourselves, right? So, not to go into um, the entirety of the Willie Lynch letter, just to give a, just a small background for those who don't know or those who may have heard about it a long time ago and kind of, you know, it kind of exited their mind or whatever the situation is, but just, just a short backstory to it. Uh, it was some, excuse me. With some uh, slavers, and they were having problems with their slaves, and so they called Willie Lynch in. And so essentially, what he did, he wrote a letter. But essentially, basically, what he did was like, okay, we're gonna put young against old. We're gonna put um, father against son, mother against daughter, and you know, the light skin versus the dark skin, right? And so what we have today. Excuse me, because we have a lot of those things still playing out. And before I get into that, I want to touch on this first. One of the things that I see that um, I don't know if I'm naive. I don't know if I'm not looking at the depths of it the, the same way other people are doing. But one of the things that I see is that people say, man, I don't know other race of people be talking about, you know, a color of people. They don't be talking about, oh, it's light skin versus dark skin or something like this. And I'll be the first to say, I'm, I have a preference of, I've always had a preference towards darker skin girls, personally, right? I'm dark skin, but I've always had a preference for that. Like, you know, early, you know, one of the definest girls I thought I ever seen when I was about eight or nine years old, she was dark skin, right? So I always had that. Now my wife, she's not as dark, but she's dark skin, right? But getting back to the point, when I hear that, I stop and I say, well, stop, stop. Wait a minute. Use some common sense here. No other race of people has this many shades, right? No, nope, you know, don't have that many shades of people. So you can go from albinos all the way through the color spectrum. And all of those people fit underneath that <clears throat> umbrella. And whether or not 
some of the people within that umbrella want to claim what it is. But if we're following the voyage from the West Coast of Africa and realize where all those stops was at, we know where you came from, right? We, you know, you know where you came from, but that may be a little, but you may have cultural pride to where you were at and you may want to disregard that. So, you know, it's cool. But we know that you know that we know that you know where your origins lie, right? So, that's that. So, get back to that. It's like, okay, we, we have, we, you know, as, as, as men, black men and black women, you have variety. You can get you a high yellow brother. You can get you a high yellow sister. You can get you a, a you know, chocolate dark chocolate mocha chocolate brother or dark chocolate mocha chocolate sister or anything in between so it just works like that so you have variety you can choose right so you know anytime i see that it's like maybe you're speaking about it from a deeper perspective which i'm going to touch on but if we're just speaking about from a preference of dating somebody you got options right you got options you know because you got options but touching on the deeper um, segment of it, it's an issue, right? Um, I'm on social media. I remember um, it was a situation, I think uh, it was Ari Lennox. And I think she had responded to a comment about someone saying that her and Tiana Taylor uh, looked like Rockwallers. And like I said at the beginning of this, <laughs> <laughs> I like dark skinned women, you know. So, in my humble opinion, Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor, dimes, tens, flawless. You know what I'm saying? That that's just me. But the thing about it is, in me being dark skinned, I understand some of you know, I understand those some of those particular things because like um in certain instances, lighter skinned people are Attributed to being um, better looking on a grand scale, and we have the whole aspect of some of the people follow celebrities and things like this. And we remember when they first came out, and now it's like, wait a minute, you're not even that color anymore. Like you've lightened up, and you know they, you know they'll spin it and say, oh no, I'm using something for my skin, and I got a skin, you know, blase, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But like, nah, ain't nothing wrong with your skin. You know what I'm saying? And going back, I learned that it was a particular sorority. And even in parts of New York at a certain period of time, they had what you called the paper bag test. And it was like if you were lighter than the paper bag, you were good. If you were darker than the paper bag, hey, take a hike, right? So going back to a letter, whether some people say that there was no Willie Lynch, there wasn't a letter, Whatever mindset or ideology you subscribe to, the fact of the matter is whether or not it was true as far as the original story, what's undeniable is what's here in our face, right? What's here in our face. And I feel that what's here in our face, it it, it gets to the point because you have the dark-skinned people essentially fighting to get the same love and admiration as lighter-skinned black people do. Right. And so what it what it what it kind of does is like 
it takes away because I, I've seen it. People like, oh, you know, I've seen guys say it. And I feel a certain type of way because, like I said, I'm biased to dark-skinned girls. And they're like, oh, yeah, she cute for a dark-skinned girl. And vice versa, I've never heard a brother say, oh, yeah, she cute for a light-skinned girl. I've never seen it because it's like they get the benefit of the doubt. And, again, this is not one of those segments or talks to uh, ignite, you know, um, any underlying situations but you know that's just what it is but at the same time it's like okay we all we all come from the same womb you know if we if we if we really dig in deep and really get down to it we all come from the same womb so we have to work to try to work and try to kill this right because a, a mentality a mindset that was back in the 15, 1600s is still prevalent today. You still have, you know, those particular issues. You still have all those particular things like that. And one of the things that I see now is is true to a is true to a um it's true to a point, but then it's false. Right. I see some brothers say, oh, man, just because you older than me, man, don't mean you know more than me. You know, they don't mean that I got to respect you. They don't mean I have to listen to you. Okay, And on one hand, okay, it's true. Right. It's true. Right. But on one hand is 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 disrespectful because, yeah, you may have read more books than that person or whatever like that, but reading books and all that stuff all that none of that stuff can equate to experience right and that person that you say you can't tell me nothing i ain't gotta listen to you blase blah whatever the situation is or you ain't never did nothing you ain't never tried what i'm doing okay cool that's again it's all fine and well but at the same time at the same token depending on the age of that person they may have seen a person that was in the same boat that you was in. Maybe in a little um, confident, because I don't want to use the word cocky or, or arrogant. I just say confident. Was, you know, feeling the same amount of confidence that you were feeling. And they fell flat on their face, and it was because of the attitude. Because of the attitude. And going back to one of the Steve, things Steve Harvey said, Steve Harvey said your attitude defines your altitude, you know, paraphrasing. And that's some true stuff. Right. But obviously, again, if a dude that you didn't look at and say you ain't did none in your life, if they would have said some stuff like that, they'd be like, man, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But going back to something that, you know, kind of paraphrasing again, um, in Royce the Five Nine new album, the allegory, you know, he was like, you know, you essentially can get a gem from anybody. So that means you should be open ears. So this situation, because one of the things, and I'm guilty of this too, right? One of the things, one of the battles, one of the fights that that uh, we still have is like maybe the way that we felt that the civil rights thing were handled, right? Hindsight being 2020, we looking back and saying, dang, maybe they should have went after, um, you know, Reparations. They should have. They should have tried to get to the money, versus trying to find a level of equality, right? So, 
So we have some of those individuals today that um are still around. You know, they they weren't they didn't they didn't go down in a hell of gunfire or or in a situation like that. They're still here today, and those morals and those things that they stood on back then, they still stand on today. And one of the things about it was that even though um, we had other leaders that were more in the mold of you hit me, I'm gonna hit you back. I'm not with all this. Um, you know, turn the other cheek, right? They, it was still a level of respect. They were still able to, you know, converse. They was able to still, you know, and say, all right, well, I feel this way, you feel that way, but let's let's work together for a commonality, right? But it's like now it's like, hey, look, I'm either gonna, I'm, I'm over here. You over there. I ain't trying to hear all that, right? I ain't trying to hear all that. So all that, all that stuff that y'all old heads is doing, y'all up here... We shall overcome all this. Like, nah, he touched me. Hey, <laughs> hammer ringing. <laughs> Point blank period. It's, it's, it's coming out. But the thing about it is, is that even though that's the overwhelming mindset, we should not allow for that division to 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 rear his ugly head. It shouldn't be a division. It should be, it should be unison. It should be unified. Now, obviously... Nowadays, it's it's a lot harder to be unified because you got um, the advent of social media. So you may have a, a click over here, a click over there, a click over there, a click over there, and all of them have different uh, mindsets and, and things like that. You may have a, a older group of people and stuff like this. You may have some, you know, you know, whatever the situation is. But at the end of the day, the we can't overlook the objective. The objective at the end of the day is upliftment to, to, to move forward. But you can't move forward if you allowing for colorism, if you're allowing for disrespect, if you're allowing for the differences in ideologies continue to make you bicker back and forth. Now going back to the Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor thing, whether that was a, a real person saying that, whether that was a bot saying it, it's easy for me to say don't pay attention to it because I'm not <laughs> I'm not Ari Lennox or Tiana Taylor famous, but you gotta overlook that man. You know you gotta chalk that person up or whatever that situation. You gotta chalk your look. You in the lost category, right? You in the lost and found. Right, you know you're in the lost category, and hopefully something can happen and we can find you again and and you can get back on board, right? But that doesn't mean that we have to disassociate ourselves with with him or or be at odds with that with him or her because of something that they said, because it goes back to another saying that we've heard that's rings like the crabs in a barrel. Oh man, here we go with the divide and conquer. And that was enough, that was the main objective of the Willie Lynch letter. Because on these plantations, the slaves outnumbered the slave masters. But <clears throat> excuse me. But if you can throw off their equilibrium, if you can throw off the, the focus 
and have him feeling like, oh, he's getting preferential treatment or she getting preferential treatment or they not whipping him or whipping her or whatever the situation is, then they at odds. And I noticed this on a job I had. That's one thing I told my I told my wife all the time. And I, I have nothing against people that 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 work there, but I just <clears throat> I got hip to it real 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 early. Like working in the factory, right? And one of the things that ends up happening is like you have a brother or sister, they may get a position or something like that. And they let the little power go to the head. If anybody worked in a factory or something like that, I mean, you know about this. Or, or if you know people that work like that, because they take that they take that mindset outside of the factory and they, you know, they bring it everywhere. Because it's like, look, bro, sis, you ain't supervising nothing outside the walls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what we really should be doing is like commemorating that person like okay look cool you made it like boom 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 but the reason we can't do it is because a lot of times especially in the situation i was in it's like you got a battery in your back you do the dirty work you're doing the dirty work because like going back to the house the house negro and the field negro field negro you ain't got to work as hard you're not out here in the sun. You're not out here getting the lashes and all this particular stuff like that. You got a little preferential treatment. So you don't want to lose your position. So if me and my partner's over here talking about, you know what, man? I might try to go somewhere else, man. Little supervisor hear that? Oh, man, let me go tell the general foreman. Hey, such and such said they, they think about quitting. All right, well, go do something and, and make them get fired or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Do that. You know, even though they've been saying, you know, I'm gonna work another month or two, I'm gonna put my two week notice in. Like, nah, 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 we ain't wait, nah, 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 we ain't gonna do that. We're gonna, we gonna make you, you know, we're gonna make you, you know, quit. You know, we're we, we gonna make you get in a situation where it's a fireable offense or something, something like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's how it works. And it's, it's, it's dividing because, like, this spot I was in, it was like, man, it's like, man, there's so many black supervisors. But ain't no black foremans. And it's probably five or six foremans in the entire setup. But it's like 40 or 50 supervisors. 40 or 50 supervisors supervising over three, 400, 500 people. Right? So it just trickles down. Boss man say, hey, hey, they, they talking about quitting? All right, whatever. When all you had to do was just be like, all right, you should be at a you should be at a situation where I can go to you and say, look, man, you know, I found another opportunity, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna tough it out for another, you know, another month or two. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna put my two weeks in. You know, do the you know do the honorable thing. And if we're on the same accord, you're like, man, I understand, man. I I I know, man. I was in the same little spot before I got this promotion, man. I you know I respect it, you know. You you a good worker or or she a good worker and like that. But it don't work like that. Because it's like that's you know, going back to another thing, it's like when you've never been in a position of, of any type of power, when you've already been marginalized against, it's like okay, when you get that little piece of power, 
Like you say, what they say, you get a little position, you let it go to your head. And that's exactly what it does. And it goes back to this little with the list thing, it's like, okay, well, well, well you know, we, we'll take care of one of you. We'll take care of about two or three of you. But but, but you got to make sure everybody else in line, right? If anything about to go down, let me know. And then we assess the situation from there, all right? And it goes back to the whole divide and conquer. And so one of the things was, it was like, I would get so mad because I have, like, Morals. I have things that that I that that I stand on. I'm not saying like anything like I'm like I'm the toughest dude or anything. But you ain't gotta be tough to have a set of rules and and morals and mindsets and things that you stand on. And like once somebody step over, it's like, hold up, man, you out of bounds, bro. Like you out of bounds. And so at that time, my my mindset wasn't as evolved as it as it is now. And what I was doing is I was getting mad at him. I'm to my fire fire red mad. I'm to my Blood pressure going or going, you know, going home getting hit, you know, got killer headaches because I'm so mad at, at him. But I'm not realizing that, like, look, my beef ain't with you. As a matter of fact, I don't have a beef at all. But I hope that before this train goes off the tracks, that you realize and see what's going on that. Look, you may have a little job security, you know, so to speak, if that's even a real thing in 2020 job security, but you got to go home. You got to, these same people that you doing this way, doing that way, y'all, you know, y'all live around each other, right? Now, obviously, if someone does any type of vandalism or anything like that, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You can always call the police, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get to the bottom of the case or, you know, depending on the severity of the issue. But why would you want that extra, you know, tension? Why would you want that extra stress on yourself when all you got to do is like, all right, I, you know, I got the spot. I'm going to look out for you, man. You know what I'm saying? You work, you work, or, all right, you know, sis, all right, you, you know, you're a good worker, all right, you know, I'm going I'm, to I'm straighten you out. You know, I'm going to make sure everything good. I, I'm not going to do no shady behind the, you know, behind the thing stuff because you got to look at it just like I look at it. You know, one, one follow-up or whatever, depending on the severity of it, you know, I'm out. You out. We all out. But the, the, the debate, the 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 yearning, the lust, the urge to have a little bit of power throws you completely off your rocket, throws you completely off of your square and to the point that you like, man, F that, man. You know what I'm saying? Get mad. I don't care. I'm the supervisor. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here. I'm, you know, I'm on salary, you know? So regardless of what the situation is, I can go ahead and book this, right? But you gotta, you gotta look outside yourself, and you gotta realize, like, look, man, you can't be moving like this. You know, I respect you if you respect me. But when I, but when I come in or whatever situation is, I feel like that you on some of that BS or whatever like that. Like, all right, man, look, we need to talk, man, or 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 or, or ma'am. You know, sir, man, we need to talk. And what you doing, you ain't got to do all that. You know? 
You ain't got to do all that. We ain't got to get into the, the, the Willie Lynch thing, whatever the situation is, but we understand where it's at. And so it's one of them things like it's almost embedded, right? It's, it's, it's almost embedded. But then, like I said, you go back to the situation where you got the crabs in the barrel. We're not looking to put, we're not looking for situations to empower others or, or, or try to make sure that I'm out here, I'm gonna make sure I'm, you know, I'm gonna put my mans on, I'm gonna put, put, my, put my sister on or whatever like that. Not just put them on just because, but put them on because you bring value to this. So it ain't gonna be, so it ain't gotta be none of that divide and conquer. Like, no, we ain't here together. We moving as a unit, right? Young, old, whatever, in the middle. We, we, we moving as a unit, right? And, and that's the example that we have to set moving forward. Because, I mean, we're talking about something that was, you know, published three, four hundred years ago. Still hold true today. You know? So, I mean, it's just one of those things we got to work on, man. You know, we, we got to work on it. And again, like I said, if they don't understand it, man, just, we, I mean, we can't disown them. Just, you're over there in the lost pile, right? And hopefully, again, before the train goes off the tracks, you find yourself and you realize that, look, man, you know, I, I maybe didn't have to do it like that, right? Or I don't have to do that. I, I, I can, I can be, I can have a set of rules, regulation, morals, and set, but I can come in and say, look, you know, I'm the supervisor, but I ain't got to put it all in your face, right? You respect me, I respect you, you know? But you have situations where you know, people let power go to them, and they, they start behaving in such a way. It's like, man, come on. Like I said, that's how, my, how you know, bro was behaving, and... Like I said, I get mad until I realize, like, look, it's it's not you. You just lost. <laughs> and just chalk it up to you being lost. So it's almost like to put it into a, a an easier or a better situation, it's like, okay, it's like if you got a younger sibling or something like that, and let's say you help them spell their name or you help them tie their shoe. And it's like, your first instinct when they're doing it wrong after you just showed them maybe a hundred times, like, all right, I'm mad. But just put it in the perspective, like, you know what? You ain't at the level that I'm at, so I can't expect you to behave that way or to stand on, you know, to do it the same way I do it. It's going to take you a little bit more time. It, it didn't take me as much time, but it, gonna, it may take you a little bit more time. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, you know, I'm just work with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not gonna completely forget about you. I'm just, I'm just gonna work with you. But I, ain't, you know, but I'm not about to allow for you to set off my, you know, anger or make me get upset about something. Because again, it's not you. It's just that you haven't, you haven't, you haven't reached that level yet. You haven't accomplished that yet. You know, you're still again lost. You know, you're still in the wilderness, right? And Eventually, you'll come out, you know? Eventually, you'll come out. Because the thing about it is that, 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 you, that you're masquerading around as the power figure when, no, you're not the power figure. The power figure is behind you. 
and you're lost to the point that you're that, that you're not understanding that you the cleanup person. You you're doing all the dirty work. When at the end of the day, you just need you know you need to be able to stand up, right? Because if you believe in karma and good energy, it's like okay, if I'll be a stand up guy, I'll be a stand up girl. This particular opportunity or whatever like this, I may lose it, but it means something better coming after it. But if you look at this one opportunity and like, okay, this is life. This is what it is. This is the, this is my magnum opus. Then, okay, cool, fine. You know, cool. Whatever, whatever happens after that happens. But I'm, me personally, I'm just going to say you lost. Somebody else may, you know, feel a certain type of way, want to, want to do something to you or whatever like that. Again, like I say, young versus old, you know. Son versus father, daughter versus mother, you know, all this, whoop to whoop, light skin versus dark skin, all that, you know, pfft, tribal, you know, BS, you know, all that pops off. But once you realize, like, look, man, we, we all in the same boat, all right? All in the same boat. Some may be at the top of the boat, some may be at the bottom of the boat, some may be in the middle, but we all in the same boat. And the person at the top of the boat, Shouldn't treat the person at the bottom of the boat any different than they treat another person that's at the top. Because we all the same. We all in the same boat. We all trying to go to the same place. But what gets what happens is when somebody feel like, oh, they let me drive the boat today. <laughs> they let me drive it. So anybody down there in the bot in the bottom, hey, I ain't trying to hit. You ain't driving. I'm driving. I'm in I'm in I'm in control. <laughs> I'm 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 the one out here navigating. I got the compass. I'm up here working with the longitude and latitude. You stay down there. Right? And that's when you get too uppity. What they say you get what the old folks say you get too big for your pants. You get too big for your breeches, right? <laughs> Just a little loss. But on a serious note, man, you know. We need to use this time, you know, whatever, you know, going on with the, the COVID nineteen, to really um, try to to work together. I, I, you know, I still see some people still masquerading and parading around the same way they were parading around. It's like, come on, man, it's not the time and the place for this, man. It, it, it's, it's time to move as a, it's time to move as a unit, right? Instead of all these big eyes and little use, like, no, it's, it's time to move as a unit, man. Let's let's go on and and, and bury crabs in a barrel. Let's bury the Willie Lynch letter mindset. And let, let's move forward, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's let let's be happy. Let's celebrate. Let's salute other people. You know? And again, for the ones that don't, why did you lost, man? Cool, fine. I'm not gonna pay you any mind. I'm not gonna pay you no attention. You know? And we gotta get to the point where we don't pay nobody like that attention. And what ended up happening is it's like, dang, they ain't paying me no attention, man. You know? And it's like, dang, maybe maybe this ain't life. Maybe they'll come around. And then again, maybe they may stay lost, right? They may stay lost. And and truth of the matter, a lot of people will just stay lost. But y'all just be lost together. <laughs> you know, y'all just be lost together. So it's another episode of Paradigm One Thirty Two Podcast. I see you again. I, well, <laughs> I talk to you again next week. Peace.